You always Julian on the brown note and why America is at far greater risk of descending into fascism than it seems anyone's really letting on or comparable Anglosphere Murdoch countries like Australia or the UK ever were and it's reached a real pinnacle now. So we do have some of the elements that they do in America. The Republicans are really behind virtually all of this. They have become more and more extremists since being egged on into the populist right by Fox News at the start of the 2000s and also abandoning the idea that they have to win democratic elections or stand by any of it. Even George Bush and, Al and um, Dick Cheney, when they came in, they did a lot of stuff which contravened many of the rules that had been adhered to by previous Republican. In, uh, like they, they maintain their own private email servers. Everyone on the right goes on about Hillary Clinton's emails. 30,000 emails Hillary Clinton lost from her private email server. Bush and, and um, Cheney had lost 2 million emails relating to the reasons to go to war in Iraq and were chastised by Congress over this, uh, which no one on Fox News ever mentions. But they've gradually been chipping away at the notion they even need to win elections. And they've been getting angrier and angrier about the fact that their base of white, middle-aged, angry people is shrinking in relation to other ethnicities, particularly Hispanics, becoming bigger in America. So they've almost, like they've won many elections without actually winning the majority of the votes, um, which is interesting in itself. Um, but they've actually been chipping away at the, the notion that they have to even be in power. So we, we, we do get in Australia and in the UK the idea of gerrymandering, which has been around forever, and that is where you change the boundaries of an electoral seat to make yourself win. And the Republicans have been doing this like absolutely crazy. But what you don't, you don't get a lot of the other elements in Australia would be unthinkable. The very politicised appointment of officials and judges. Like the idea of judges in our country is sacrosanct um, and they have to abide by the, you know, there's, there's no partisan nature to it. But more and more in America, being a judge is really just how you feel politically. So the Republicans have continually tried to make the judiciary ever more right wing. And where this really comes in is when people oppose election victories, they want to be in a position to denounce, to, to not ratify a, an election. So they, they've put people in positions of power where they can actually reject democracy, which in Australia or the UK would be just mind-blowing. And this has been going on in full public view, but the I guess the most prominent one was the stacking of the Supreme Court and lying to the public about it. They they one of their key issues was um, repealing Roe versus Wade, and they appointed a raft of right wing anti abortion judges to the Supreme Court that were quizzed relentlessly about Roe versus Wade and said to the entire country that this was not something that they would ever do and the uh, law was settled and they immediately did so which is just mind-blowing and they all said oh it's just returning the laws to the states and then now they're trying to nationally ban abortion bills so complete fabrication so th that kind of judiciary is is a big problem but there are two reasons why america and particularly the republican party 
are devolving into fascism. And it's two of the cornerstones of American democracy. The first one is you could never imagine in Australia or the UK the results of elections being so fought over. The fact that they will simply deny them when they lose. And it's still going on. And even though you've got Fox News facing a $1.6 billion lawsuit for lying about the election uh, where Trump lost, they are still pushing that lie. They're still doing it. They're still trying to put people in place that the next time it happens, they can simply reject the vote. What, they, what Trump wanted was that the ratification of Joe Biden didn't occur and they ratified him instead, the absolute rejection of democracy. But now we've got an equally terrifying thing as well. So there's a guy that uh, was made a few text messages saying about how he was going to go down to Black Lives Matter protests and probably may end up shooting a few people, and he did. So this guy, uh, Army Sergeant, US Army Sergeant Daniel Perry, was just convicted for shooting Garrett Foster, a Black Lives Matter protester in 2020. So he basically um, said that he was going out there for this kind of action and he drove straight through a red light, pulled up next to some Black Lives Matter protesters, one of whom was carrying an AK-47 completely legally, and shot him and killed him. And we just had a jury trial in Texas where unanimously the jury, after two weeks of evidence and after 15 hours of deliberations, they unanimously convicted him of murder. He went there for trouble <clears throat> and he went out of his way to find it. And the in America now they have these stand your ground laws which basically can absolve you of any murder at all. As long as you feel threatened, you can murder someone. So you would expect that to work against you if you were the victim, uh, sorry, for you as well if you were the victim. But apparently the guy that was standing there when um, Daniel Perry pulled up to him in his car doesn't have the same stand your ground rights. So anyway, what's happened is uh, Tucker Carlson, who's like the, the level of danger these people have, these broadcasters in America, we don't see that in Australia at all. The idea that he can go on air when his whole company is being sued for lying and when transcripts of his messages admit to him hating Donald Trump and lying to his audience, who then converged on the Capitol in Washington on Jan 6 and tried to actually overthrow the government, that people this dangerous in effect are allowed on air is just mind-blowing to me. But this guy, Tucker Carlson, has been hammering this case. So now every single case is down to what side of politics you're on. He's been hammering Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, calling him a coward, calling him every name under the sun for letting, not letting this guy off. And now Greg Abbott has come out like the spineless gibbon that all of these people are and said that he is going to pardon this guy. He needs one shoe to fall, which is that the Board of Pardons in Texas actually recommend it to him, which it seems like they're going to do. But he is about, at the behest of Tucker Carlson and Fox News, to bypass the verdict of a jury trial. So you've got the Republicans in America trying to overthrow democratic elections and now overthrow jury trials. Jury trials are one of the cornerstones of justice in America. Trial by a jury of your peers. 
I mean, the evidence in this trial doesn't matter to either side. I mean, it matters to the jury because they're the ones that weighed up and noted that this guy's actions were premeditating the fact that he was specifically going there to shoot a Black Lives Matter protester and all of that. But that doesn't matter. The fact is they sat there for two weeks hearing all the audience. They were a jury of his peers and they unanimously convicted him. Instead, you've got someone that wasn't at the trial who hasn't heard the evidence overturning their verdict. If we can't even rely on a, a trial by jury of your peers or the results of a democratic election, are you in de facto fascism already? It looks like the Republicans don't really, aren't waiting to win elections anymore. They're doing whatever they want. <coughs> and it is so different to the other Murdoch countries, the UK and Australia. And I think it's this lasting legacy of the South versus the North. There is such, like... If you're a liberal voter in Australia or you're a Labour voter, it's nothing like in America. They, these people hate each other, like really absolutely hate each other's guts. And I feel like it goes back to the Civil War and the formation of America with the South versus the, the northern states or California as it is now, um, but certainly a lot of the more northern states being considered liberal and the southern states being considered conservative which ironically was the Democrats' turf at that time, but that all flipped and it's now the Republicans' turf, the red states versus the blue states. But the level of hatred has never gone away and they've never assimilated together. They now, we've now got a Republican Party in America that doesn't care about democratic elections if the result is wrong. They can, they can completely support it if it's right, if, if they get their man in, and now doesn't care about jury trials. Nothing is safe. If you can't have a jury trial or a democratic election and have those results be considered completely off limits and even the even the party not in power being able to overthrow things like that, you're in fascism to a degree already. So I think they're sleepwalking into it. The Democrats aren't doing anywhere near enough. They're using how extreme the Republicans are to galvanise their own base. But this should be a fight for the soul of America, and it doesn't seem to be happening. Where are the progressives that were so loud when it was, you know, AOC and Bernie Sanders? You don't hear much about the soul of America anymore. It's just like the Democrats are taking it for granted, and the Republicans are pretty much already a fascist organization.